Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good. How you doing today? Good. It's good to see you. I'm doing all right. I, I'm just a little irritated about all this stuff in the news with this Kim Davis girl. I, I just don't know what to think about it, you know? Oh, yeah. I read about her. She's that elected official that won't sign those gay marriage license, huh? Yeah, I, I just don't know what to think, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. You know, on the one hand, I think that, yeah, she's done things in the past, and she sounds like a hypocrite, but who has it? You know, we all have, and then that's true. if we truly repent of it, and then I think we're living the right life, and then it's okay that we can admit to those things and say that we've been forgiven and move on. But on the other hand, if she hasn't, and again, I don't know what her heart is like, she just sounds like one of those finger pointers to me. I, I just don't know what to think. Yeah, I've heard a lot of sides to it also. You know, until you get to know somebody, you, you really don't know where their heart is. I guess everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard lots of them. i heard people saying that, you know, who is she to, to deny people from getting married when she's been divorced three times herself? But then again, like I said, in the past, the past is the past. If you truly repented, then even God doesn't remember it. That's true. Ooh, you know, who's to say? Where is she? That's, that's what I think we should focus on is what is her heart? What do you think about her denying the licenses? I mean, does she have the right to do that? Or should she, if she truly believes that, should she just step down and, and not do that for a living anymore? Or Kim Davis's story really stuck with me. And I thought about it the other day after Andrew and I's conversation. I'd even come across an article that compared Kim Davis to Martin Luther. So I did a little research. And comparing Kim Davis to Martin Luther just seems wrong. First, Martin Luther was a religious figure, a German monk. He taught at a religious institute and was taken before a religious board for heresy for attacking the Universal Catholic Church's belief on the practice of selling indulgences as its major source of revenue. To purchase indulgences from the Catholic Church would grant you a pardon for certain sins, and the law was enforced by the Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire as Israel was under their control. This immediately triggers the heated legal interpretations over separation of church and state, more specifically when the common gain is money and power. Martin Luther risked his life and fled execution to challenge the church on its beliefs and is considered one of the founders of the Protestant movement, making him a Christian hero. I don't think his battle with the church comes even close in comparison with Kim Davis, who is refusing to sign gay marriage licenses based on her religious beliefs. While I'm no judge of Kim Davis's true intention or her heart before the Lord, I suggest a different perspective. Let me share with you a Bible story and you can decide, is Kim Davis a Christian hero? Jesus was the most forceful and confrontational with the proud religious sectors known as Pharisees and Sadducees. They often stood up for the law of Moses, which were given to them by God, and quite often they maliciously plotted to trap Jesus into siding with them on matters of legal religious beliefs. If they could get Jesus to side with them, he would therefore be hated by the people as they were. And if Jesus would not side with them, then in their minds, they would prove to people that he could not have been God's son who they claimed to follow. In their eyes, it was a win-win, and they were holding both winning hands. Yet, they underestimated God's ability to expose their true evil intentions. While they were right at their attempt to obey the laws of God, they completely missed the heart of God towards his people. 
The most famous story is one of a woman who was caught in adultery. She was brought before Jesus by some men of the religious group who had caught her. Her partner, who had also must have committed adultery, was not there. The men that gathered around her thought to themselves that they had Jesus stuck between a rock and a hard place. If Jesus did not side with them by obeying the law of Moses to condemn the woman by stoning her for adultery, then he could not be from God the Father as he claimed. On the other hand, if he let her go in mercy and love as he taught, he would be a heretic. However, Jesus perceived their wicked intentions and plot to discredit him. So when the woman was brought before him and the religious sector began their chant, stone her, it's the law of Moses. What say you, Jesus of Nazareth? Jesus simply bent down and started drawing in the dirt. Theologians and preachers both surmise it could have been a detailed list of sins committed by each of the men standing there, exposing those same men who dare condemn her and could have revealed they too were in need of judgment under the law of Moses. While biblical records do not reveal what Jesus wrote, it does quote what he said. Jesus looked to the crowd who had gathered with stones to kill that woman and said, If you haven't sinned, then I will approve the stoning of this woman. His exact words were, He who is without sin cast the first stone. Jesus had pierced through their dark hearts and revealed their secrets. One by one, the men had no choice but to drop their stones and walk away. While I'm not attempting to reveal any secrets on Kim Davis, I would probably compare Kim Davis to the religious sect in this story, and not because she refuses to sign the marriage licenses, but because of her blatant hypocrisy. In her past, Kim Davis has been divorced three times and married four, and the issue is her religious belief on participating and supporting marriage licenses that violate her faith. In that moment, when Jesus asked the men in the crowd, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Did Jesus condition the statement to sins that were committed in that moment? Of course not. Certainly these were sins committed in their past. The story does not tell us what sins those in the crowd committed or if they had asked God to forgive them prior. Jesus just called for anyone without sin. Now, as a Christian, I agree with what the Bible teaches on sin and morality but in good conscience and in hopes to show others God's heart as Jesus exampled, before I could stand up to condemn another with moral quote-unquote law like Kim Davis has, I could not demand that I keep my elected position when I myself had failed it in the past. Rather, an opportunity was given to her, a platform to step down from her position and share her story to the world as to why. How much better would her message have carried the heart and love of God if she had refused to condemn but still not chose to participate? The truth is, we all fall in sin, right? But in this story, Jesus neither condemned or condoned. He looked at the woman and said, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Now, is Kim Davis a Christian hero? You decide. Until next time, follow the breadcrumbs. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our blog, and visit our website, breadcrumbministries.com. Listen to our podcast, donate to our ministry, and shop.